coming to you live from the land of chlamydia-ridden koalas. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. As every week, I'm Log Power Slave. This week, joined by some fucking man in Mylan Games' house. What's going on? I'm worried. Also, we're going to get to the Jurassic Park thing in a sec, but holy fuck, <laughs> this isn't a pinnacle moment in the history of this shit show. I don't know what it is. Well, me did. Me, me fucking beard's gone. Fucking, everyone's sad about it. Community, the Destiny community is like has lost its way. <laughs> um. I don't know if you remember this movie. Remember Knocked Up? Yeah. Yeah. Seth Rogen. You remember, like, there are a bunch of, like, losers living in a house together and they, they do, like, they bet, they do dares and they bet yeah, one they guy get, to grow his beard. Yeah. And he gets, like, he gets, like, three weeks in and they all just make fun of him every day. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't have done this if I knew you were going to make fun of me. And they're like, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen, you dickhead? That's yeah. basically my stream. That's literally my stream every day. Everyone's like, oh, does, your mom, does your mom know that you're streaming? Oh, my God. Just it, like, was, uh, yeah. it was worth it, though, for the clip that you got with Danny. <laughs> Go away, oh. old lady. <laughs> Go away, old lady. <laughs> I'll tell my mum. <laughs> <laughs> I spat hey, drink watching that. It was. <laughs> I've actually lost. I've lost some years, mate. I'm yeah, surprised. You, you look like a little kid. It's. I mean, not now. He's starting. I mean, you've what spent fucking three minutes in the shower going like this, going, and you've grown fucking <laughs> more facial hair than I get in six months. So. It's come back. It's come back strong, mate. It's like it's like it's like a super saiyan. It comes back. It gets it's resurrected gonna, stronger. It's gonna come back even stronger. Just. <laughs> Um, but I think you know what? I think I might just grow a mo for a little bit. I I did see the mo. I saw that. It was. I mean, I'm not sure how how uh, intimidating you want to be walking down the street, but it's uh, uh it's it was pretty. I'll tell gnarly. you this: going from having a beard for like nine years to to not things just like it. I ate ice cream yesterday. And you didn't We're have having to worry, to worry about where it landed. <laughs> Yeah, going it was and have a shower afterwards. I can I can eat a pastry. I can eat a meat pie, and I have to worry about pastry being in me fucking beards. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. <laughs> so it, it's 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 freeing and jujitsu. You know, no one can. Uh, did anyone? Ever no grab one can grab beard? my beard. And it also, you know, beards. The, the crossover between beards and pubes are pretty close. You know, so after you wrestle. There was a stage where they were at a length. They actually got too long and it just looked like hair now. Yeah. But, like, you know, when <laughs> Dude, someone's you... really smashing your beard, you just leave it fucking looking like pubes everywhere. You're preaching to the choir, man, because my whole hair was like that for a fucking little while. Rach would be me, there's pubes on the stove again. I'm like, it's not pubes, it's just me hair. <laughs> it's me hair. <laughs> um, anyway, that's fucking weird and, place and the air. The air on your chin, like when I went outside, I was like, "Oh, watch this!" You know, like I haven't, 
It keeps you warm, to be honest. Beards. That's that's a function of a beard, right? Sure. I mean, that's that's why we evolved beards. I don't know. Wherever I evolved, I obviously didn't need one. Somewhere hot. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be in a cave fucking yeah. banging rocks together a metal cave yeah yeah no that's good and you got the the new pcs fucking inbound and, and all of that so happy days yeah yeah i'm a bit nervous about building that you know it's he talked me out of buying a, a pre-bit which is good which is good because i was just gonna do the buy a pre-built and be done with it but Ants is like, nah, you can get better components, you know, for the same price. Which I'll it wasn't the this. same price. Yeah. By the time you added everything up, it wasn't the same price. But <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, a bit more. And now you've got the added cost of labor. But if there's anyone that I will back 100% to be able to help you and talk you through it and anything like that, it's Ants. Because, I mean, he's built more or less both of mine now. So yeah. <laughs> while I sit here like some kind of dumbass kid going, what's that bit do? <laughs> this is the such and such. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Just, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think it's like, it's the price of PC components. And ter- like- that's what makes it terrifying. If you do the, if yeah. you look at it the wrong way, you'll kill it. Right. Yeah. Or like just how much force to put onto certain things. Like, is this do I really give this a <laughs> push this Snap. down? Oh, three grand down the fucking drain. Fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> Eat yeah. a fat shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, that's, that's, me, that's me week. That's, that's my me. week. That's me week. I haven't been up to too much. I mean, like, we're still in lockdown here. I'm still in lockdown, so we're just rocking on. Uh, I played fuckloads what of new, like, new What's it like over there? I've sort of been tuning I mean, out. We, we, we're coming out of lockdown. Like if you're double vaxxed, a lot of the restrictions have eased and basically it sort of like tapers off until the 1st of December um, and then it's just right. a free-for-all where I guess if you're not vaccinated, you can just go pre-book a bed at the fucking hospital or something because it's going to be everywhere. <laughs> but, um, yeah, on Monday after next, I'll go for my second jab. So it's, it's getting... Um, it's it's I don't know I mean I can see that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's it's good for the kids and all that sort of stuff to be able to go and see friends and stuff over the next few weeks but yeah it's uh pretty scary I don't know I don't know I don't know how I feel I'm kind of on the fence <laughs> I'm just uh, waiting for it all to fucking hit the fan but but other than that it's um yeah I, I haven't I haven't done all that much I jumped in on Wednesday to check out Festival of the Lost. Um, New World were really kind and took the servers down, so I couldn't play that. So I had to go and play Destiny. <laughs> so I went and did that for uh, the evening, checked it out with Nick and Keggy. And honestly, I, we'll jump into it in a sec, but I was I was quite pleasantly surprised. I, I thought that Festival of the Lost was a pretty played out kind of idea and by virtue of being Australian, don't really get Halloween anyway. <laughs> Right, like, yeah, it's not like that. We we talk about this every year, but it's not like the indoctrinated fucking holiday that it is in the states. It's kind of like there's one house that's got more young kids than everyone else in your street, and then they go around and shit everyone off by knocking on their door. And most people don't even remember that it's Halloween, so they're like scrambling around trying to find shit house old lollies that they had in the cupboard for six months to give no, it to well, the kids. Well, I mean, it depends because we just tell people to fuck off, really. <laughs> like, you need to like, you need to grow your mustache back quickly and wear your aviators to answer the door and they'll be like this guy's cool he's dressed as a policeman fuck off kids it's weird like i think it depends of like which part of australia you're you're in and like my family's always been against halloween just because they just they'll be like 
it's 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 not our thing. Well, we don't we don't do it. I, you know, so I, 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 in saying that, I've kind of come around on it a bit because it's like a non-denominational holiday. It's something that no matter who you are or what you do, you can get in on. As like as long as you like spooky shit, and given that I dress in black, yeah, but he, all here's year round, the thing: it, it inherently involves annoying your neighbours. Yeah, true. That's a very un-Australian thing. <laughs> You know, if they could if they could change Halloween in Australia, it's not about kids, it's about adults. And you go, you walk around the street and you get a beer off all your neighbours and then you stand in the middle of the street and crack a tinny and fucking, hey, go on, mate. It's like the, the Christmas, street Christmas parties like kind of vibe. I feel like we could do that in October because it's not 40 fucking degrees. So. I, I feel like if you lived in like a cul-de-sac or you had like a good relationship with neighbours and everyone had kids and you agreed they just do like a lap of your cul-de-sac yeah. and yeah, but there's something that I don't know here because it's not it's not that strong of a tradition. It's it's it, I would feel weird taking well, I mean, be weird because I don't have kids, but I would feel, I'd feel weird taking <laughs> other kids. Matt would feel weird. Taking lollies and someone he doesn't know as a grown man walking around with children. I'd like to think you'd feel fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't right. know, but yeah, look, I um, you know, speaking from that base of like not really understanding fucking Halloween to begin with, I really enjoyed Festival of the Lost so far. I haven't. Oh yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, look, look we'll, we'll just jump in and start talking about it. Why not? We don't need the fucking sting. We don't need to make it too formal. But um, I know that you smashed the living shit out of it in the first day or so, which is probably a good thing now that it's been nerfed to some extent. So uh, you got in yeah. under the guard and locked, unlocked all. all the books. I didn't expect 27 lore entries, that's for sure. Tales of the Forgotten, I, a new little book. I haven't read anything at all, right? And I did yeah. that on purpose because I knew that by the time we got to, <laughs> to recording this, you would have unlocked all of them. And read all of them, so I can kind of just get the choice cards direct from Matty, <laughs> and I don't have to. But before we get into the law behind it, what do you what do you think of the like when I saw that it was Lost Sectors, right? I went, oh, like, like what what do no, I? I fucking... reckon Lost Sectors have been fantastic. I think they've been they're they're such a great use of a space that yeah, a little arena space. But, I mean, I thought it was just going to be like you go in and do the Lost Sector and the boss is spooky and that's it. But it wasn't banking on on it's them. It's all dressed up. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's all tarted up and everything. But at the same time, like it's like a zone capture mechanic in there and it's complete. It's like a completely different encounter in the same space. So in that in that context, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for it. It's fucking great. And it's hectic and, and it, you know, you can go in and have a lot of fun, a lot of fun with it too. I mean, there's some weird. Do you know the about worst it. part about it? <laughs> when you kill all the bosses too quick, and then you just sit there with your dick yeah. in your hand for yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, and like it's only ten. Like sometimes it's not even that long, and it feels like eternity. You just sitting there going, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> you just. This is too much. I play video games, so I don't have to think about my life. You can't give me this much downtime. Oh, I'm like, ten seconds. Strike up an awkward conversation with with my fight. Oh, so what do you got planned for the weekend, guys? <laughs> <laughs> How about those Knicks or whatever? I don't know. Apart but, from that, you know, it's been fun using fusion rifles to just fucking melt bosses. Holy shit! They just appear like. <laughs> <laughs> like vorpal and bloody 
like vocal cartesians and uh, 1k voices like they just they just disappear it's fucking fun you can really lean into that i've been enjoying um the tarabar fireboy build that i think eraw put out like three weeks ago and i built it but i haven't haven't had a lot of time to sit with it but basically it's like you're getting um firewalker you're getting like the the tarabar screaming buff whatever it's called um I can't remember the name of it. it. Starts with R, I think, and then um, the solar weapon empowerment all at once. <laughs> so more or less, you're just firing that fucking tarabar at the high fire rate, ravenous beast, and you're going yeah! <laughs> things, and they just get shredded. It's fucking incredible. Right, I'm enjoying it, and it was like, I mean, for me, because I've I'm admittedly playing like what one third, two thirds less Destiny than I have been of late. Um, jumping into to an encounter that was like those they're not easy like to say that they're not they're not overly difficult either but the lost sectors you could jump in and you could kind of take something silly in and just have a have fun with it because it's the enemy density is through the roof you can just fucking keep keep things procked and, and go to town and uh yeah it's, it's I've, good fun. I, I've been um running the metal tree arc strider and it's actually pretty nutty now like it's it, really nice right i mean you, I, I, you you, they me. they they made the um you know the the you slide in melee and it does the like fucking uppercut with your yep with your with your bow staff bow staff uppercut and it has that little trail of arc that goes out if that yep. hits anything you get like a a buff that um increases your reload speed but every time you kill something it extends so so you can nearly keep it. Just, you just well, keep proc the whole time. Like Twenty seconds or something like that, or no? It's only or... five seconds. But as soon as you get it a kill, it just resets. So you get five seconds. You don't have to. You don't have to keep doing the melee. It's just a kill. So you once you melee once. Yeah. So I have a fucking um. Uh, what was what's the? <sighs> Danny's walking around <laughs> dressing down <laughs> the back. Mate, it's an Australian Sunday morning. It'd be unconstitutional morning, yeah. not to be walking around um, in a dressing gown, right? <laughs> Me and you yeah, are just yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have um, a SMG that's got subsistence and rampage on it. Oh boy! And once it gets going, like you just feel like the reload, forever. the reload is taken care of about the with the proc. So yeah. you just sitting on fucking like three rampage sacks, just melting everything. It's fucking really I'm gonna, good. I need to witness this. I'm gonna need to. Yeah, <laughs> I need to be busy. Yeah. I've been that busy. I haven't managed to jump into too many streams or anything, but I'll, I'm sure I'll catch it at some point. Yeah. And then the super was buffed itself too, so I think it, it does increase damage in PvE as well. So it's actually pretty, pretty neat little setup. All right, before we jump into all the lore that you've you've learned, Festival of the Lost yep. has a pretty storied history of coming with uh, micro transactable goodness, right? Oh, and yep. Back to the point where, like, it used to be Festival of the Cost for anyone with even remotely cynical sensibilities. But look, the first thing I did was jump in and I didn't even pay cash for it. I paid bright dust for it by the T-Rex suit for the fucking, for the time. One of the best ones. Right. It's one it of the is, best it ones. is fucking incredible. It is right. And like the fact that they're there for bright dust and all that sort of stuff, I think, you know, it, it's fine. Um, the thing that I didn't see coming was the fucking spider um, sparrow with moving legs. <laughs> I feel like, it's set, set a new precedent for how stupid sparrows can be. And I think oh, yeah. that we need to move more heavily into novelty sparrows. <laughs> I, I want a horse, right? 
I want like a, a fucking Kentucky Kentucky Derby horse. I sort shit. of feel like Melbourne Cup Day this, horse. I sort of feel like Dino Armor and the Sparrow <laughs> may have just slightly cracked open that door for dumb shit. Yeah, and I also think that if the 30th anniversary double downs on that because they're sort of saying stuff's like non-canon, I guess, because yeah. they're going to like... Well, you, look at the, you look at the Titan chess down. piece for the 30th anniversary. It's a denim jacket. <laughs> like, it? I haven't seen yeah. it. I'm like, that'll be me. It'll be man with T-Rex head and fucking denim jacket. <laughs> fucking 80s Grimlock just stalking them. <laughs> The fucking Cosmodrome at this point. But I feel like, you know, you're right in saying that if they do go down the path of jettisoning a bit of the seriousness around it. And, I mean, look, there's always going to be place for, you know, the beautiful armor sets that we have or some of the, you know, not-so-beautiful ones, like the big chunky yeah. callous boy ones. But I think that, like, having a bit more novelty about it this far into the franchise isn't going to undermine it. I think that there's, nah. there's shitloads of stuff that we can do. I mean, they, you um, know. Have you, have you, so you've seen the Hunter, the Hunter. So I bought all of them for Bride Dust. I bought, I bought the Titan. Uh, I will. Warlock and the I Hunter. will. I just haven't, yeah. I haven't logged in on my other characters yet. So yeah. before this, so passes, I, got, I definitely will. I got them all. Have you seen what the Hunter looks like? Have you had a like good look at it? It's the Raptor, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, so the, main, the main components is like the little booties have little like Raptor yeah, claws on the them. spurs on them. Yeah. 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 I think, but you didn't quite you didn't quite know how the the head was gonna. So the way that the I don't know if you've seen the way that the head is is that the helmet has like the underbite, like the bottom jaw. Yeah, yeah. And the cape actually has the the top jaw. So if you don't put the cape on, you just look like a pug dog with like a <laughs> this tiny little jaw. And <laughs> the cape is like I like the head, but it's a half cape. Oh, you know, and, no. and, 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 and do you know what it gives vibes of i don't even know i don't know if you remember this but when i was growing up i used to have like multicolored hats the flap hats with the, <laughs> the, fucking, like, like the a, cavalier ones with the, the cap at the front and the flap, flap every time i see dude i just keep thinking of the fucking flap cats like same energy because uh, it's like a Oh, oh. No, Hunter's, Hunter's off to primary school. Doesn't want to get his fucking neck burnt. <laughs> Thank fuck they died out. Like, oh. And we just embraced broad brim hats on kids instead of these stupid fucking half cap flap things. All right, I'm going to have to check that out. I mean, look, I'm all for like adding insult to injury to Hunter's, but... Given our hype that we all were for this, that's kind of sad. I mean, it seems silly that that. I, it's funny. I think. I, I mean, obviously, I'm really happy with 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 it being released. I I do think it was an example of like seeing something go from concept art to like they obviously it looked better in concept art, and I probably got my hopes up a bit too too high like there's some little thing like i don't i don't like the jaws being separated for the yeah the helmet i wouldn't, and have, the I wouldn't and, have picked that being the way that they did it if i'm and, honest and also like the top jaw feels a little bit too long which just gives me the fucking big cap <laughs> like perspective it's still it's still it's still great to run i think the titan does look the best you get some very transformer vibes yeah I, dino transformer vibes off the, just off the straight titan. up grimlock i haven't spent any time on it but i am gonna have to like fucking 
figure out the color scheme and try and make it as grimlocky as possible. But I mean, even that, like you look at the chest piece and the arms and stuff, they'd be stuff that I'd used out of context as well. Like they're they're that good looking. They're they're just really nice. Yeah, the hunters actually not pieces. bad. Yeah, the hunters aren't bad either. They're not. They're, they're pretty streamlined. The the uh, chest piece and the um the legs are actually not too bad. Um, can you believe I feel though? I've, warlocks believe? are not not my favorite. I think the warlock helmet is incredible. The rest of it, it's kind of like eh. yeah, yeah. Like it just looks the like a warlock good. suit. <laughs> you know, like it could be yeah. not dinosaur related at all, and you would never know. You'd never pick it. Um, the thing that I find strangest about all of this, though, is that um, we've just been given probably the most aesthetically crazy helmets of all time, right? In terms of Destiny's history, oh. and the one thing that we are going to do is not wear them for three weeks because we have to do this event by wearing masks. <laughs> So I'm like, I reckon they could have nearly gone at the end of Festival of the Lost. We'll drop all of this stuff and then you can have it as like a celebration and stay in costume. But <laughs> now I'll tell you what, some of the masks this year, the fucking Pingu one, I'm not taking that off, even though my head's like fucking immense. Yeah, I haven't I haven't actually, look, I, I haven't bought the mask yet. I just sort of went in and did all the grinds and unlocked all the lore entries and then all right, got well, out. To be honest, we've got one last thing to cover off on before we jump into Maddie talking about lore. I think, right, and that is the incredible job that Keggy did. Like, oh mate, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, he sent me this on on Friday. I was like, well, here's the new thing for the podcast. I don't like. I don't even. I, I don't, I'm not cracking the whip on him or anything. He's just like doing this of his own volition because he gives a shit. Just free reign. I never ever ask him to do anything in particular, and this is what he comes out with. The most, like, I, I don't know. This might just be what the podcast looks like for forever now. <laughs> I'm fucking. I don't know how in three weeks' time I'm going to turn this off and go back to the fucking normal one but by far and away the most talented person on the podcast and uh you could get to hear his voice on the patron cast if you <laughs> if you want to pay for the privilege this is why you have to pay to hear his voice because he's such fucking talent <laughs> he he uh, keg is a sleeper you know yeah. He he's a Nissan Pulsar that's got fucking three turbos under the hood that rocks up the lights, looks like absolute you know, like this is not gonna go quick, and then he's uh, a little pocket rocket. Yeah, and then it's it just doesn't exploded. Say much. And... He just puts his head down, gets the work done, and all of a sudden we've got fucking all these graphics for you know. Yeah, he's he's an animal. He's just he's always been like this though. Even back in the band days, he's like, Hey man, I made you a new flyer. I'm like, what, what the fuck? This is like, this is heaps better than any shit anyone else churns out. This is like I got the Echt Guard on it and whatever. But, um, yeah, no, nah, cheers to Keggy for this. And it's, I don't know, it's a lot of fun. I like when we do silly things really well. <laughs> That's my favorite yeah. part. Yeah. All right. So, the lore. What, what is the, the lore? lore. Tell, tell me about this. How did they, how does it all work, Maddie? Because I know nothing, I've read um, nothing. It's fantastic. It it is essentially uh, a play on Glint going on a Bigfoot hunt and trying to discover like a folk a folklore tale that's been told and reports have been told about it, but no one really believes it. No one really takes it seriously, and Glint is, is super excited to 
to research this is his like pet project they're okay. the headless ones and he like he's trying to work out if they exist and their origin story and stuff like that and um glint leaves uh crow with Kaidal. so the the law tab the law That's a bit tab of a weird the, choice, isn't it? Like, what? Yeah. What happens if she bumps him off? He's just got to fly halfway across space to resurrect so, him again. The headless horsepower exotic sparrow, Glint leaves. Like, it continues, I guess, from the from the main quest, saying that, yeah, okay, I guess Crow's gone um, to to Kaidal. and Glint's like, so I think you're pretty safe here. And Crow's like, what, what are you getting at? And, he, and then Crow sort of agrees, like, I guess, yeah, I guess if I did die, it'd be like a diplomatic disaster, you know? Like, the Cabal are going to look after me sort of deal. And then Glenn's like, okay, then, so can I go do my research project? And and uh, he's like, oh, not the fucking pumpkin heads again. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I want to go find the pumpkin heads. So that's the, the setup, essentially. And uh, Crow... Um, Glint lives Crow with, with Cardinal on one of the battleships and uh, teams up with the Guardians to sort of discover um, if the Headless Ones exist and what, what what the deal is. And the 27 lore entries are divided into essentially three subsections. Uh, there are nine European uh, lore entries, there's nine Moon entries, and there's nine Nessus entries. So each reflecting uh, a different lost sector. And they follow a similar path. They've got um, typically like Glint interviewing people about <laughs> like like yeah like 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 Bigfoot crazies. Like, yeah, Glint's interviewing like people who have like seen them. Yeah, and right. just just like any sort of folklore, there's always like enough reasons to not believe that source. So like one of them's. Uh, a previous member of House of Dusk that saw them on Nessus and now is with Mithrax. Yep. But Mithrax calls him, like, he tries to work out the word for it. He's like, oh, what do you humans call people that are super loud and not very smart? And Glenn's like, an, 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 an idiot. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, uh, yeah, Cliffix so. is what we would call a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then, you know, when Glenn goes and meets with him, he's like, oh, I'll give you the information you need, but firstly, you got to give me, like, an exotic sparrow. Right? So it's like... <laughs> You feel like you're being and, and, racketed. <laughs> to begin. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like there's a dude with a cat. Like every sort of interview has a reason to not believe it. So, you know, there's a there's a dude with a cabin who swears that he sees he's seen Bigfoot, and you you know you light up an interview and you go in there and it's like and it's like uh, this sketchy hovel of yeah, <laughs> and, he's, yeah, yeah. and he's got half an acre of weed out the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So there's a, there's a lot of that. And then what they do is they, they tie in those little snippets of interviews with um, people who have seen the headless ones who, who say that they're there with potentially really important information in the future of Destiny. And I, I don't know if they're planting this information in here and it's like really important. So it's a bit like if you're investigating a conspiracy theory, there's aspects of truth, um, but the crazy guy just keeps pushing it back to, oh yeah it means bigfoot's here or the yeti's here yeah, yeah, but yeah. or like or like you know area 51 so the so glenn feels like he's like or i like feel like 5g in your bloodstream yeah. from a vaccine yeah I, I feel like glenn is discovering aspects of truth 
but he just links it back to the headless ones, which it's sort of... Um, He's seeing what he wants to see in it. Yeah, but yep. there's potential, like, really important stuff. So the theme for Europa, he ends up, like, discovering all these um, notes about the Exos and specifically the Deepstone Crypt Dream, which we haven't heard about in ages. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Well, they're going into the Deepstone Crypt Dream, like the tower, like the thing that's been hinted at since D1. We haven't, like, really heard and didn't yeah. even come out in, like, Beyond Light. And Glint So Glint's, like, finding these, like, little fucking nuggets of lore and being like, oh! And, but not and, understanding them and wanting to repurpose them into his own yeah, sort of so, what he's trying so to the figure theory, out. The, the, the theory for um, the, your, your, your rope... So each law sector basically gives you a different theory for the the origin story of the pumpkin heads. So the European one is that the Exos went mad and they pulled off their heads and then they became the headless ones. So that's why it's got all this exo lore mixed into it with the Deepstone crypt and these dreams of their previous lives and love like yep. this kind of stuff like thrown into it. Um, the, the moon one brings in the big, big lore from shadow keep with the K one artifact. So that was when Clovis Bray discovers the moon artifact, which leads him to, the whole thing about using clarity and vex milk to clarity create the exiles. And, yeah, yeah. And all the, and it goes into the details of the nightmares that the miners had uh, from the K1 artifact. And it even confirms that the, they saw the entity. It, it is <laughs> like, so the, the right. nightmares they were having were doppelgangers. So it starts to tie in the entity from the shadow keep law yeah, into yeah, this. Right. This is what I mean. Like Glenn's like fucking massive, digging up all this no like what it is. all yeah. this shit. And he's like putting it <laughs> putting it he's trying to link it to the fucking headless ones. So the the um I don't know why I've, I think I've opened me wrong I think I've opened me wrong notes here. Hold on this hold on a second. Where's my actual bloody notes? Oh that's right. I use notepad plus plus. I think that's what I did wrong. Notepad plus plus. Um the yes the the reason so the the theory for the uh the moon one is that glint the the scientists investigating the k1 were um the k1 artifact went insane and uh became the headless ones right and the final nessus theory is that they are revived guardians through necromancy. Oh. Okay. So this once again, you're like yeah. big witch, big like witch queen vibes. Like, is this important? Like also so, like Nocracy kind of Yeah, Nocris, Savathun, yeah. Necromancy. It's just gonna be a bit of a lead into Witch Queen. So four <laughs> Guardians, he discovers his tale of four guardians, he talks to failsafe. So each each planet has like a vendor he sort of speaks to about like, oh, have you heard have you heard about this? And like once again, they're sometimes discredited. So like he talks to Failsafe, and Failsafe is all grumpy that he hasn't been to see him, see her in a while. Yeah. So like when he goes to leave, she's like, Oh, I guess if you come back to see me, I'll tell you about the hive necromancy. <laughs> right? So it's like, like you don't like know if she just make 
Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, like your nan. Yeah, you don't know. She's just making shit up to make him get, come back. Yeah, make him come back, or if um, it's true, and he finds this story about four guardians who were in the lost sector on Nessus. They were killed by fallen, and they were beheaded, and then they were resurrected. And he says, oh, maybe that's how they got the headless ones. And then in the game, you get a lot of dialogue from Glint, if you actually listen to that. And he's talking about, oh, the headless ones are previous guardians trying to, ooh, they're trying to get their ghosts back, you know? They've lost their heads, and, they, and they've also lost their ghosts, and they're trying to recover their ghosts. So it sort of doubles down on that theory too. But once again, you're in this space where they've taken really serious... Um, They've taken foundational lore, really, lore, and then and they've mixed wrapped it in. in a Halloween like conspiracy theory, yeah, I guess. And, and because of Old that, lore. you you can't take it seriously either, right? Like, <laughs> it'd be fucking revelatory if it was <laughs> it was like in in some normal book, right? But because it's all mixed in with this silliness, I yeah. think that's funny. Yeah. I think that's smart and it's funny because they can just have fun with yeah. it. And it's not really yeah. tied to anything. I mean, yeah. it does beg the question, though, that if it does go on to be something that's important in the context of Destiny's lore, um, how's it going to be accessible down the line? Like, it's just not going to be. You're not going to be able to really, I mean, aside from going to Life's channel, I suppose. <laughs> True. They, they do have an issue with that. I think they need to... I, I'm, I'm more than fine for them to um, uh, make an event about unlocking a book and as you go along, you read the book, uh, but there needs to be ways to continue to unlock the story moving forward, I think, and... Yeah, there needs, there, needs, there needs to be a way. If they remove it, they need to add like a archive, official Bungie archive where you can go back and read stuff if you missed it. Yeah, I think that would be either that or just like just one short mission, go and do this lost sector on a particular planet and then you get the book drop, right? That's it. You just yeah. you go and unlock it in game and there's like a catch up mechanic and this sort of stuff. So I, I don't know. I think yeah. that I think that'd be good. But you know, as as always, we're full yeah. of ideas that are probably impossible to implement. So rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, um, so I, it was really enjoyable. It's actually it, 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 it overall. You know, I was probably a bit over it because I did ten hours of it just to get unlock all the books. Yeah, and then I've read it, and then I've read everything in a big, big fucking lord dump, and then made a <laughs> video about it. But uh, in general, I think it is a bit of fun. Um, there's nothing, the only thing I probably would say, there's nothing really special loot wise. Like if you were, yeah. I guess people come in and, and they ask like, what, what am I doing it for? I'm like, if you're not super into unlocking the law entries. Well, I mean, there's the, the, what is it? The Jurassic green, Jurassic, the Lincoln green, Jurassic green like, and, and you get your Bray tech werewolves and stuff. But I mean, the, I've been on the, the, the wrong end of some pretty nasty Jurassic green rolls already. Yeah. Like they, they, they can be reasonable. But I mean, the other the other ones, like the Braytech Werewolf and what whatnot, I don't think they've ever really. Horror story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, horror story. Sorry. I don't think they've ever really been particularly strong or useful or whatever. So I think, I, I think it would have been cool if there was, was, um, what one, one decent gun in there, like, like above, above average, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something that people, something, would, something a little especially, bit like, hot. It surprises me that like it's gone what like auto rifle, auto rifle, pulse rifle, 
They're not particularly like no hand cannon. Like I feel like if there was a decent hand cannon in there, it'd be it'd be a very different story. People would be trying to get in there and farm it. But I think um, palsies are like wild palsies are definitely good now. I, I don't know that they're ever going to be that. You know, why would you take off a no time to explain to put that on, that on or whatever? I think that'd be your main. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> probably um, thinking too seriously about a gun named after Jurassic Park. So who fucking cares? <laughs> the one thing I will say though is that the the marketing, and I know that that's kind of like a, a pretty fucking uh, thing to be talking about on a podcast about a video game, but the marketing for this they have absolutely nailed all the little Jurassic Park fucking tie-ins. Light finds a way at the end of the trailer. I. <laughs> Like actually laughed out loud when I when I saw that pop up and thought you know someone's just someone about our age has just gone to town with Jurassic Park references and I'm I'm loving it. <laughs> someone that was it raised is, on it, it and cool. loves it. <laughs> yeah, and I think for what what this stuff is meant to be, I just think it's overall it's it's pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, look for me, it's definitely exceeded my expectations of where we'd be. It's not something you're going to do every day. And if you don't want like a God roll, whatever, but you know, it, it spices it up a little bit. And it's, a, it's enough. The, the Dino armor in itself, you know, if we got, if we got something like that, each fest of the lost. Yeah. That, just something uh, that, off the wall. That, that, I do feel for the me, people yeah. who, um, who wanted the monster like gear. So I looked at that art again and I'm like, like, I reckon they lost it on the Titan because the Titan was the Cyclops, right? And I looked the at that. Pants, the fairy pants. Yeah, and I went, I don't want that. That's fucking shit. And then you look at the split in the difference when they when they put it out. It wasn't all that much. So I reckon that like ninety. Like, you, you, do you want to be Grimlock or do you want to be this random Cyclops? I mean, I know that it's from whatever the old movie was. I can't remember, but like, it's a fucking no brainer. The rest of them are a fifty fifty. I thought the Godzilla Hunter was cool. I thought the creature from the Black yeah. Lagoon Warlock was fucking cool. I hope they do them yeah. next year. Maybe they can do something yeah. different than the than the um fucking Cyclops Titan. Do you, but did you have enough? Do you, you have enough bright dust to fucking? Yeah, I got fucking heaps. I got fucking heaps. I don't know where. Yeah, I didn't do anything in particular to get well, it. But I, did, I just haven't like, spent it that much. I don't try and complete like shit out of Eververse. Like I don't. Like I can let shit go. It doesn't bother me. So. I, I've just got. I mean, I don't. There. I don't spend it either. So I had thirty thousand or something. Yeah, but I think I'm at like thirty six, thirty seven thousand after. Yeah, but when you buy all three sets for six thousand, it it's a big, <laughs> it's a big chunk. Yeah, but I'm it's like, once a year. Oh, yeah, then again, then like, again, oh, then again, we've got the fucking thirtieth anniversary coming up, and you bet that it'll be exactly the same yeah, again. Like, do, do I need to actually pay attention to what? I don't even know what bounties you can. What do you complete to get bright dust? I don't even know how you yeah, get but, it. Look, I mean, we're both grown men with paying jobs. You just fucking buy yeah, the shit if you absolutely have to. Like, I'm not going to miss out. I'm going to get it. I just thought, look, I've got shitloads of this currency sitting here and hopefully for people who aren't really willing to jump in and, um, you know, use their actual fucking heart, put their hard earned down in Steam dollars to convert to fucking silver and, and go about it that way, there's an avenue for people there to get it. I don't know how long it would take you to earn the 6,000 fucking bright dust and whether you could do that in the space of an event. Um, I'm not sure, but I... Um, I hope that people are happy. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very so nice. Beyond that. So you want, we want to talk about that? trials? 
Look, yeah. I mean, I haven't played this week. I played last week. I'll just do a quick recap on that. Javi 4, I wanted to jump in. Um, I deliberately waited till Monday <laughs> because I wanted the flawless pool to be, um, be on, right? Um, I didn't. Um, I, I wanted to get in and get my completion done. And we went in and basically went straight to seven wins. Me, Nick, and Nets went boom, boom, boom. Like, we're all about the same skill level. Um, so uh, we, we had a good time doing it. And I'm pretty sure I had the exact opposite experience of what Matt's going to talk about now. But I cooked the books to do that, right? Like, I deliberately waited until the back end of the week after the flawless pool had kicked in. Yeah. And I put together a team of people that I played with pretty extensively. So, um, yeah. And I, I think that is what's hurting the mode at the moment um, because last week was the first week, didn't go flawless. This week I haven't been flawless as well. So I've been playing with uh, uh, with with the DCP uh, crew on Saturdays. So the flawless pool's not activated yet. And um, once they introduced the idea of a delayed flaws pool, I think a lot of people are doing what you're doing, which is waiting for it to go flaws before jumping in. Yeah. So even though technically you should feel the same, I feel like there's a lot less people playing on the Saturday yeah, I, or the, I reckon the you're Friday right. Saturday. Yeah. And uh, I think this weekend we only got to four or five wins before losing our flaws card. Um, last week, we fell at the gate. It was it was six wins, and we 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 lost uh, on the on the seventh win. That being said, it was still fun as a team. I played a lot solo, and it's pretty miserable. Um, and I, I it it is due to people. I think doing what what you're doing, which is. They wait until the force pool's activated. They go in with the team, and then once they get the floors, they they get out, and uh, it doesn't. The population doesn't feel big enough to give you what I what I actually tweeted about, which is a varied experience. I felt like when I was playing solo, because I've done a lot of solo actually since Charles has come back, and done a lot of teams and a lot of solos, and felt like in previous weeks, um, especially first week actually was. It is a varied experience. Like sometimes you go against people that obviously just giving never stepped foot in trials before. Sometimes people similar skill level, and then sometimes people, um, you know, really good. Yep. Uh, but it was enough that it was never super frustrating. Yeah, um, you'd never get too much of anything because the next game you is a like a fucking yeah. thirty three percent dice roll. If you get someone close, and, someone you'll stomp, or someone it'll stomp you, and it's. I always, I always wanted to. I've always like previous trials. I've always been excited, like to jump back in and just grind some solo and give it a shot. And it is slowly getting to the point for me where it's not enjoyable because there needs to be a little bit of hope. Like if you get stomped too much, you're like, there's not like I'm not yeah, improving I mean, my gameplay. Like I'm, I'm not getting better. I'm, I'm not surviving enough to understand what i'm doing wrong you know i'm just getting i'm just getting that's, fucking that's where it's slapped out like the playlist becomes massively susceptible like that 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 exact thing that you're talking about there is what expedites the skill creep of the playlist because you're always going to have like who knows maybe it's the bottom 10% of players right they come in on any given week and they can't get a foothold at all they just get walloped and sure like you can you can 
um, wait until the back end of the week now and, and doing the go on the flawless pool and all that sort of stuff. That that skews the relationship a little bit, but it doesn't change it because eventually what will happen is people will wait and because the population will have dwindled so much, they're now the bottom 10% that can't get a foothold and they fall off and they go, fuck this, I'm not wasting my time next week and they yeah. don't come back. Now, I feel so like... I- I don't know the solution to it. I don't know that there is a solution to it. I think that like oh. the system as it is now is as friendly as a, as it can fucking get, right? Like you don't have to be yeah. getting flawless to to get gear out of it. You don't have to be, you know, getting consecutive wins. You can just fill up your card and it doesn't matter. Uh, but when you can't get any wins, right? Because you the the skill fucking floor has moved past what you are capable of, then you you're not going to do it. You're just going to quit. Um, yeah. I think they've, they've, you know, they've slowed it down a lot compared to previous iterations of trials. Like especially when it first launched, like we were talking within a month, right? It had it had dwindled aggressively to the point that I was struggling to compete. Where I'd, you know, I danced to fucking flawless on a warlock the first week without really thinking about it. So, um, I think, I, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know the answer. I don't know how you how you remedy this without having enough incentive to bring people back to like you know you look at you look at things like um last season that week that igneous hammer was at three wins and it was like oh shit trials actually works randomly this week because the population is there you know people were you know some people were jumping off the fucking cliff to, to for bounties and whatnot um but for the most part people of average school level were in there and playing because there was a reward that they wanted. I just think that like having one gun for the season and it being a fucking linear fusion rifle and that being kind of it, I think that we, and it being the gun that was available in the first week when everyone was playing, I I don't know. I mean, I think the incentive, the only real incentive there now is to either go in and chase your, your flawless title or your gilded flawless title or to be in there kicking heads for the sheer glee of it. And I don't necessarily think that that's where we want the game mode to be. Yeah, I mean, this brings up this conversation of of internal, external motivation to play the game. And I think the interesting thing here is Destiny players are historically extremely externally motivated. They'll fucking put their left nutsack on a block of wood and smash the shit out of it to get a god roll dinner. <laughs> Oh, Sorry for being so graphic, nah, man. I just went fucking pain Olympics just straight away. I don't know. Oh god, I'm gonna get yeah, sorry that. Off. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know, it's true, right? The we'll sit and do things that we don't enjoy just to get something good. Yeah, go and talk to Nick about his sixty vod clears, <laughs> vod clears to get fucking vex. <laughs> sorry, chat. Sorry, everybody. Sorry yeah. for that graphic when yeah. Olympics came up. It's, it's it's true, but it is true. Like we would cut off our left hand to to get the thing that we're after, and it's it's true. And I think what what is interesting, and we I think we briefly spoke about this previously, is when I went into Halo. You know, yeah, you're not playing it because it's fun, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's freeing, right? Like, it's freeing to go into a game. Like, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it now because I'm in New World, right, pretty much full-time at the moment, and it's the opposite. Like, I, everything I do is because I want to, like, progress. I can't wait to get into a game where none of that shit matters and I can just pick it up and play three games and then fuck off without thinking, oh, is this the most effective way of leveling myself up? 
I think that like to or getting whatever gear it is I need or getting pinnacles or whatever the fuck it is. I can't wait to oh, be, to to be yeah. beyond that. So that that is you know, I would I would say Charles needs to work out the ex- the the loot should get people into the playlist, but the playlist should be rewarding enough to stick around. And that's hard in a loot and shooter because most people are there for the loot. But I do feel like I just had a lot of fun in week one. And I don't know if that was because it was new. I don't know. It was a combination of a lot of factors. It was it was the cheaters getting yeeted. It was the three peaking getting yeeted. It was the, the loot system being completely overhauled. It was a solo queue matchmaking. There was a lot of factors going on in week one that I think made it enjoyable. And I, and it was also, the, I, you know, I guess a shiny new toy that came back. A toy that you you lost and you thought was gone for goods. And then mum and papa come in. They're like, I found, I found your favorite dinosaur. Yes! <laughs> right? And now we've been playing with it for five weeks and we don't know if it's still our favorite dinosaur or not. Um, but... I was motivated by the loot, but I was also just wanting to be in there and I wanted to improve in PvP. And I thought, you know what? I'm really having fun here. I can see how I'm better than some players and I can see how I'm not so good and I can see that there's a bit of hope to improve. And uh, I'm slowly losing that more recently. Like, So my other experience I should talk about is I've been playing solo and the population, obviously for us in, in Australia, when the when the floors pool kicks over, it's it's 3 a.m. on Monday morning or 1 a.m. Monday morning, depending on where you live. Yeah. So, you know, I streamed on Monday morning and I played trials and the population was so low that I got matched with flawless people. Yeah. And it wasn't even like I, I raged so hard I just I turned off the stream because it wasn't even – like just force people as people that had been forced seven times, eight times, five times that week with yeah, hundreds of followers. Absolute monsters. Team together stats, against you and your randoms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and their stats were like in the in point zero three player base or something dumb. Yeah. I mean, you're you're in kind of an unfortunate position in that context too, because you're playing through the day in Australia. Um, you know, when like you, on a Monday when you think most people are either at school or at you know, work or whatever. Um, but you, you still, I mean, I wonder what the prioritization of it on it is. Like would they go bad connection over like matching you against someone with flawless or but like you'd think it is a bad thing. connection I'd would be much, preferable. Right? I'd much rather wait a bit longer and, and, and just be matched. But I think the bi- the bigger problem with this is – the play the, the amount of fun you have in the playlist is dictated by when you play. Yeah. And I don't feel like that is a good thing. So now now it's not like, hey, trials are here for the weekend, play play as much as you want. Now it's like I Wait feel like for me, like I'll, I'll, I I I wanna I wanna try again with you and someone else, you know. Tonight, oh, yesterday, Sunday, tomorrow night, tomorrow Tuesday night. night. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. 
So now, now, now we're yeah, back be, to the same thing. It'll be a completely, of, completely different kettle of fish. Of <laughs> organising it, you that. right? Now, yeah, now I mean, gonna, like, I don't know. I, like, for me, trials has always been too exhausting a thing to do just forever, right, for the for the whole time it's up. But, I mean, that's that's me. I'm, you know, old and grumpy and, I did, you know, it's not the way yeah. I'm wired. It's a get in, get get your job done, you know, go as far as you can and then fuck off. Um, I mean, it, it does upset me in a way that, like, this is the impact of the flawless pool, but I don't necessarily think that the flawless pool in and of itself is as harmful to the player population as people want to make out, right? Like... There was this the second they introduced it, people were like this will this will kill the mode and all that sort of stuff. I think the mode was going to go the way it's gone, no matter what, right? It was, you reckon it was absolutely going to because even week one, right? You probably don't know them, I don't know them, but there was people that turned up and got fucking slapped every game because they they're just not there, right? And then they leave, and then the next week it happens to someone else who is a little bit better than them. And now we're how many weeks? Seven, eight weeks down the line. It's true. And this is where they we just are. Sort of work, right? They just worked his way through. Yeah. The thing with the flawless pool is maybe those people consider playing after Monday. It gives them two decisions to make, not just one. I I mean, I'd good luck. I don't think you can if if that's where you were, I don't I don't know that you will necessarily jump into the fort the um you know, the protected pool, the kiddie pool and 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 have all that much joy either because we were getting fucking hard games, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know whether I, I haven't gone back through and looked at whether or not we matched against anyone who was flawless or had previously gone flawless that week, but um, you know, the second that we got out of that um bracket too, it was like we were getting fucking gnarly games. So I don't know. I'm on the fence with it. I, I think I don't think it's as negative as it seems, but. It also definitely has a delayed impact on on like when people are going to actually try to go flawless, and I think that that is inherently. Uh, uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we've been down this path before, and, and and it's it's slowly starting to feel like trials was, which is like okay, I need to organize my team. I need to. It was so refreshing to be able to just jump in and have a mode that you actually enjoy. That you actually enjoy. Yeah, and be playing. like, oh, I don't really care if I like win because I know I'm going to get yeah. decent games, and you know, I'll have my moments where I'll do something cool, and that's enough. Where and I don't know, I don't know what the the answer is. That my only thought, actually, I do have a couple of thoughts. My first thought is, I was disappointed we didn't get trial stats in this week's twelve because I felt like this is probably the last test. And I felt like the transparency had been really good. And I also felt like... Did they change anything well, they this would, week? It was sort of the no, same as last we, week. We, well, no, there was no objective, right? So this is the first week. First week, no objective, delayed floor spool. Yep. So I felt like they had got people to come on a journey with them to experiment on trials, you know? We all jumped in and we were... We, we, Things were changing rapidly, but I felt like a lot of people, despite complaints, were there to like provide feedback and to, to give the mode a shot. And you know, the what what stats do in a twelve is it lets you reflect on your experience. Like, oh yeah, I did feel like 
yeah, my first two games were fucked. I'm like, yeah, actually, there was a bug there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it allowed you to c- confirm or reject any uh, new feelings you had. Yeah. <laughs> Internal bias, right? <laughs> and um, I sort of just expect that to happen. I know that it's going to, they, they didn't want to talk about it every week, but I. I felt Maybe like a little this was blurb, the last, like just a little, you know, a paragraph. Yeah, I felt like it was the last experiment for this week. Was which was. Well, I'd, I'd forgotten about this, but as preachers just put in the in the chat that freelance labs is next week, right? If you want to see what happens when we like it, it, it'll get fucking ugly. I can guarantee you that it will be a different beast again on both. Like you'll queue in a freelance, you'll get the sweatiest fucking games of. Teams made of solos of your life, and you will get um, nothing but stacked teams in the other playlist. I honestly believe that. I think that it'll be, we'll it'll what be happens. fucking rough. But yeah. Time will tell. Um, and one of the other things I think which would be helpful is, you know, I do think week one took Bungie by surprise, and I do think we moved from that too quickly. I think... In hindsight, I would have loved for them to ride that out a bit longer, uh, whether it's one or two weeks of, of letting that system play out, which was how they matched based on cards, matched based on that week's uh, skill level, uh, however they were doing that, and uh, and just to see if it was just nostalgia really bumping up the population, or if it was a deep because I don't I don't think we know if that was a decent way of matchmaking because there's too much other factors like nostalgia smashed in there and loot. Yeah, I think I think people will look at week one of trials as like this. Oh, that was the way it should be, but I don't think it's a sustainable game mode in that format. Like, definitely more viable than what trials was before they did the revamp. Don't get me wrong, but no matter what, this was going to happen, right? Because. The loot is secondary to people getting in and having fun in this game mode specifically. You know, we talk about like people would be willing to chop chop their balls off to go and get a Vex Myth <laughs> class, right? They'll waste fucking hours upon hours of their life to go and do that. But in trials, if you don't feel like you're at least competing, you're out the door pretty quick and you won't come back. And it's it's an oppressive thing. So yeah, I think we're this is this is the natural sort of decline of it. And it, it takes something really fucking significant like a gun that everyone wants or a complete mode revamp to bring it back from that. And I don't know where it goes from here. I, I genuinely don't. I don't know how they change it. Or maybe maybe they, they go down the route of fucking skill-based matchmaking in it or something like that. I know that people will fucking freak at the fact that I just said the dirty word in, in the context of trials. All the sweats out there are crying and going, no, I don't want to have to play hard games. But... I mean, like, I'm down with them to use this as a fucking experiment because I don't think it's viable long-term anyway, and I haven't for a long time. I've probably sat on that belief for a while, but I, I really don't. I really think that it it will always dwindle to this. It is just, to use a destiny analogy, it is sword logic. It is just, you know, you, you go in there and you live or you die, and if you live, you come back next week, and if you just die, you don't, and that's it. And you end up with the people who inhabit the playlist... You know, I mean, look, that sounds really negative and I, I think that they've done a lot of great work on it. Getting rid of recubs and cheaters and all that sort of shit has made a really pronounced improvement. But 
I don't know. I just think that the mode itself is is kind of punishing. I'd 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 really love to see the same like um comp get the same treatment. That's that's where I'm at. When when you brought sword logic into it, all I could think is, do not cite the magical scripture to me, warlock. <laughs> I was there when it was written. <laughs> I'm not even a warlock. I'm a titan. I'm just like, I've read this shit on a toilet wall in crayon and I'm reciting it. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all of our discussion points, our big, big hitting, uh, big swinging fucking content for this week. So if you're, uh, you're rocking on in chat and there's anything you want to discuss or ask a question about or fire away, uh, you know, feel free to do so. Um, even, I mean, look, Probably not going to answer questions about dinosaurs, uh, but if you want to ask for like dinosaur misinformation, we can definitely do that. Um, what? So what's what's the, what's your plan for the week, Maddie? What are you what are you getting into next week? Oh, it's it's a bit hard to work out what is going on because um, we're not going to have a story. Yeah, it's it's kind of on the back burner now. And I smashed through uh, Halloween event. So <laughs> you've, you've done the you've hit peak Destiny gamer. <laughs> Here's three weeks worth of content. I've managed to grind it out in 24 hours, and I'm like, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. So what what Freaking I'm going to start working on now <laughs> is a couple of things. Firstly, I'm going to put some time aside to get the. Um, my PhD finally wrapped up because it's starting to really piss me off again and it's making me angry, making yep. me more angry than I need to be. And uh, for that, I would like to schedule a couple long-form videos. Uh, one's probably The Black Garden. I'd like to re-summarize The Black Garden. So a bit of bit of more like history ones where we just go back and cover everything ever fucking said about something. And uh, we'll do that for a couple topics. Uh, I think I'll get an editor in to help out and get her done and then start working on some of the other ideas I've had for, for ages, which I haven't had a chance to finish, which is, well, first, I've already got two interviews with with uh, Evan and Chevy about about law, uh, yep. which are like long long form, two, two to three hours of just like talking Discussion, casually yeah. about, about law. Uh, then I've got the the game show stuff I want to make happen as well. So we'll just be doing things around law, but I'm obviously not expecting anything major to come for a while, I guess. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there's anything at all tied up in 30th anniversary. I don't think there really can be, but I would have said the same thing about Festival of the Lost too. And, you know, we've just spoken about how there's been some, like, potentially, like, really big notes hit. Um <laughs> to answer Chicken's question, uh, you're getting burned out in New World at all. I know personally I'm getting a bit fucking over how much of a slog it is to make meaningful progress. I was for a, for a while, right? And there's a couple of regions in the game where um, Brightwood and fucking Weaver's Fen, where Senshi, for no apparent reason, bought a house. It's in a literal fucking swamp, Matt. This place is the biggest shithole imaginable and Senshi decides, oh, yeah, this is where I'm going to live. Fucking no worries. Those those regions, right? They're like at that point where you're hitting the mid game and you and you're fucking kind of getting over the you know the new shiny bits and bobs, right? They they're horrible. The tone of them is so effective that they're these like depressive, depressing fucking ghost swamp places. 
Yeah. The, o- the only way I got through it was by fucking putting on like heaps poppy fucking power metal stuff like battle music and went and smashed it all out in one sitting and then moved on to somewhere else where it wasn't so fucking depressing. So that, that was what I had to do to get through it. Now that I'm through that, I feel fucking heaps better about it. But I just think there's like an unfortunate thing of game design where, you know, the two regions that you go back to back are equally depressing shitholes. And it literally made me fucking not like the game and depressed. So just factor that into your, to your journeys, right? <laughs> I'm going to play some Back for Blood, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look. But that game, dude, you need friends in that game. I played it by myself. I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. Yeah, it's it's about banter. It's about banter and not the banter that the characters have in the game. You need, you know, you need three friends (laughs) to fucking yell out, right? And I played PvP and I didn't think I was going to find the worst PvP experience. And trials. To be honest. If you're angered, those games. Don't play Back for Blood PvP. You think Trials is a walk in a bar. The, th- the thing that, like, I have never, ever, ever been, like, grabbed by a game that has asymmetrical PvP, right? You know what I mean by that? Like, one team has this yeah. and the other team has, has that. I have never, ever, ever enjoyed that ever. The closest I've ever probably come was, like, zombies in a Halo game or something. But... I it is it just shits me. I don't know why. So I think that's inherent to the design that if you get someone on one team that is incredibly capable at that team, good luck. You're going to get force fed your own shit. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, panic flank. Felicia's carrying on in chat. Yeah, yeah. Let's play some bag for blood, mate. That's what I'm saying. Is I've, I tried to play a little bit by myself, and he got sad. And I got sad. Yeah. Ego big sad. Uh, jumping into Panic Flank's question from earlier on, referring back to collecting and reading the new law book after the event is over, at the release of Beyond Light, multiple books that were still in the game were given to everyone to read without giving the points credit. For Oh, right. So it doesn't count towards your grimoire, but you can still jump in there and have a squeeze. Oh, that's good. Read it. All right. Now that's just us being misinformed. Fucking fancy that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, well, that's also me like never actually unlocking it in game and I just read it off Ishtar Collective and this time I actually had to play the game and unlock it. <laughs> um, Death is talking about skill-based matchmaking. I I agree, but it's a thing for another time. Uh, Austin, uh, do you think that Big Mummy Kyle will try to make Crow bow to her? Uh, making Crow do something stupid to like in in subservience. I don't necessarily yeah. think so. I think Crow, without really realizing it, has become kind of a political prisoner. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's got he, no ghost. He's, he's like he's, he's a hostage. Held. Like, and I don't think he realizes it yet. I don't think necessarily think Kaidel has bad intentions, but it's like you know when back in the Middle Ages when they'd give. Uh, between kingdoms, they'd give each other like a, a princess or whatever. They'd, they'd like yeah, trade them yeah. in for marriage. It feels yeah. like one of those horrible forced kind of relationships. Like you go and yeah, stay yeah. there. So if shit hits the fan, they've got fucking leverage. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it, it does feel like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm not saying I don't trust you, but, but I need give a, me hostage. a princess. <laughs> I need a hostage yeah. that you care about. Yeah. So you won't attack me. Yeah. In so you case. won't just blow me yeah. up. <laughs> incurable uh, with with a, with just a bit of a, a commentary right and i think that you will find that this uh, 
like I agree, but I think most people will disagree. <laughs> he hopes Galley isn't god tier. I've had enough of that fucking gun already. Do you reckon we're going to get back to must have Gallahorn on LFG? <laughs> Oh, uh, I mean, I'm just going to shitpost that anyway. I think that's probably the best thing to do. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, uh, yeah, we've already talked about Gallahorn. I don't think Gall Galley should come back, to be honest. I think it, it is coming back. I know, I know, but I don't think it should. You think it, it would be like always? But this is the this is the Let risk that die. they run, right? Let it die. Yeah, but it's it's like Vex, like. <laughs> They're going to have to bring it back and it's going to have to fucking slap or people are going to be like, the fuck? Like until this season, no one, like Vex was okay and now it's fucking insane. <laughs> right? It's like they went, yeah, we probably didn't make it fucking impressive enough. I think that like if they bring Galley back and it's underwhelming, that will be met with big booze. <laughs> yeah, the, I, the, that's the thing. I don't think you can win with Gallahorn because if it's underwhelming... People are like boo, and if it's overwhelming, people are like ah, I've already seen this. It's yeah, gonna be very, very, very well balanced. Very, <laughs> it's all it's Thanos with a knife on his finger, except it's a Gallahorn. <laughs> Perfectly balanced as all things as should all be. things should be. <laughs> just fucking, and then he tries to do the same with Vex, and just falls off. <laughs> no balance, just shit. Um, <laughs> all right, there was something else I was going to touch on. Uh, a dungeon. We're getting a dungeon with 30th anniversary. Yes, you idiot. Is that a Halo themed two. dungeon? Two. I'm pretty sure we're getting two. Fuck. I, I like. I've honestly, I've, I, I haven't looked that far afield. I've been like, you know, just taking things as they come. I think that's pretty apparent. I know there's yeah, a it's, fucking it's long way until Witch Queen, and I'm trying to temper my shit. So, what, do we know anything about these dungeons? Or do we want to sit here We've and got, have a hypothesis about the dungeon? Yeah, it's a loot, it's a loot, it's a loot cave thing. It's a loot cave dungeon. I, I have no idea about any of this. Have we spoken? <laughs> yes, we've spoken about this. Okay. It's got it's a there's an image and it's got Zer in the background. Right, I'm gonna have to have to have a look. It's based. On okay. Oh, sorry, I'm getting confused. One with the 30th anniversary and two, two with Witch Queen, two in year five, something like that. Right. Um, let me see if I can find. Of I know what the loot cave from. is. You don't like. I know what the loot cave is. I just don't know no, anything no, no, about no. the dungeon supposedly set in the loot cave. No, no, no. I'm just seeing if I can find the the list of stuff coming with the the third. We've 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 spoken about it, mate. We've spoken. About you sure it wasn't on that other adultery podcast that you do where you cheat on me with people who are far yeah, more talented? Yeah, I. Uh, I thought for a second then. Maybe, maybe I did cheat on you. And That's fine. <laughs> maybe I'm like, do you remember when we went to that restaurant? You're like, no. Yeah, I went to the restaurant and I had the spaghetti. And you're like, no, you never took me there. It was like, oh, shit, that's my ex-girlfriend talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> hey, ooh, I'm going I'm I'm to pump the brakes on this fucking conversation. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us, either of us, need to throw ourselves under the bus like that. Uh... It's on this website called bungee.net. You may have heard of it. <laughs> no, never. All right, Ironically, cool. it doesn't it doesn't really come up as like it's not the top search. It's not a big ticket item, is it? Uh even when I type in what what is it what does it bloody include? I can't 30th, remember. We've talked all right, about it. Here you go, the thirtieth anniversary pack. Let's have a look. 
Very pretty, very good. The thorn armor. Galahorn. Where does it say anything about a fucking dungeon? Oh, oh yeah, right. X marks the spot. Here we are. Look, look at this. Here's one I prepared earlier. X marks the spot. A new dungeon inspired by the famed Cosmodrome loot caves of yore yep. has drawn the interest of many a treasure hunter. Spelunk. One of my favorite words. Spelunk yep. into the unknown. Earn the new thorn armor set and watch your step as you hunt down lost relics. This, um, that's very pretty. Have you clicked on the image? Click on the image. Okay. Oh, Zer's in the it's tunnel. Got... Yes, Zer's in the tunnel. Wow. What's that about? That looks more like yeah, something out of fucking Sea of Thieves than, than anything I would have ever expected of Destiny. But still, there you go. Right, there you go. Yeah. Thorn, thorn armor too, which looks pretty cool. At very, the very, very bottom. Cool. Very cool. Thorn armor. So, set. yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Sorry, I just read that. Is that like a... It's just oh, the well, week yeah. we took off or something. Uh, maybe. <laughs> you know, it probably was. <laughs> Here, uh, here's the thorn armor set. I think this is we're gonna we're gonna end on a high note. Looking at cool armor. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Very takeny. Very nasty looking armor set. I like it. Actually, I like the warlock one. Probably the warlock and the hunter are probably the coolest. Hunter's got a bit of a hellraiser vibe with the spikes coming out. Yeah, um, it's that's very cool. Um, yep. The Titan just looks like its head's a pyramid ship, so or a one of those big. Oh ships mate, you from... wouldn't want to take a head buff from that though, would you? <laughs> but like on top of your head, like yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we might fucking raid out and find someone to go and uh, that can babysit you for the rest of your Sunday. Me and Matt are going to go and do the things that we do on Sundays, which is uh, I don't know, cause trouble, run amok. Uh, Matt, where will mm-hmm. the law find people this week? Um, so you think, I wonder if there's any truth to the headless ones. And you start an interview. You start going through Cade Six's journal. You're like, holy shit, Cade Six encountered the pumpkin heads. What? Directly in his notes, today, dear diary, today I killed the pumpkin head and it exploded with candy. And you realize that everyone wasn't taking him seriously because it's cage six. And then you feel this knot in your stomach and you realize, oh, fuck, Cade's dead. That's it. It's incredibly morbid. Anyway, and on that depressing note, we're going to drop you off to Amaze, absolute champion, and uh, he'll make you feel better, I'm sure. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Matt, apologize to people, for fuck's sake. Oh, I'm not apologizing for nothing, mate. I don't sugarcoat the truth. Kate's fucking dead. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs>